Chapter Five, Part Six of A Problem in Modern Ethics by John Addington Simons. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Martin Geeson. Chapter Five, Literature, Medicine, Part Six. Cesare Lombroso der verbrecher in anthropologischer ärztlicher und juristischer beziehung this famous book which has contributed no little to a revolution of opinion regarding crime and its punishment in italy contains a searching inquiry into the psychological nature physical peculiarities habits and previous history of criminals it is in fact a study of the criminal temperament lombroso deals in the main as is natural with murder theft rape cruelty and their allied species but he includes sexual inversion in the category of crimes and regards the abnormal appetites as signs of that morbid condition into which he eventually resolves the criminal impulse wishing to base his doctrine on a sound foundation lombroso begins with what may be termed the embryology of crime he finds unnatural vices frequent among horses donkeys cattle insects fowls dogs ants the phenomenon he says is usually observable in cases where the male animal has been excluded from intercourse with females having established his general position that what we call crimes of violence robbery murder cruelty bloodthirst cannibalism unnatural lust and so forth exist among the brutes in fact that most of these crimes form the rule and not the exception in their lives he passes on to the consideration of the savage man in following his analysis i shall confine myself to what he says about abnormal sexual passion he points out that in new caledonia the male savages meet together at night in huts for the purpose of promiscuous intercourse page forty two the same occurs in tahiti where the practice is placed under the protection of a god next he alludes to the ancient mexicans and then proceeds to hellas and rome where this phase of savage immorality survived and became a recognized factor in social life page forty three at rome he says the venus of the sodomites received the title of castina page thirty eight lombroso's treatment of sexual inversion regarded as a survival from prehistoric times is by no means exhaustive it might be supplemented and confirmed by what we know about the manners of the celts as reported by aristotle politics book two six five tartars persians afghans north american indians etc diodorus siculus writing upon the morals of the gauls deserves attention in this respect it is also singular to find that the norman marauders of the tenth century carried unnatural vices wherever they appeared in europe 
the abbot of clairvaux as quoted by lombroso page forty three accused them of spreading their brutal habits through society people accustomed to look upon these vices as a form of corruption in great cities will perhaps be surprised to find them prevalent among nomadic and warlike tribes but in addition to survival from half-savage periods of social life the necessities of warriors thrown together with an insufficiency of women must be considered i have already suggested that greek love grew into a custom during the dorian migration and the conquest of crete and peloponnesus by bands of soldiers cannibalism lombroso points out page sixty eight originated in necessity became consecrated by religion and finally remained as custom and a form of gluttony the same process of reasoning when applied to sexual aberrations helps us to understand how a non-ethical habit based on scarcity of women survived as a social and chivalrous institution among the civilized hellenes lombroso traces the growth of justice in criminal affairs and the establishment of pains and penalties up to the instinct of revenge and the despotic selfishness of chiefs in whom the whole property of savage tribes including women was vested this section of his work concludes with the following remarkable sentence page ninety six the universal diffusion of crime which we have demonstrated at a certain remote epoch and its gradual disappearance as a consequence of new crimes springing up traces of which are still discoverable in our penal codes he means revenge the egotism of princes and ecclesiastical rapacity are calculated even more than the criminality of brutes to make us doubt of what metaphysicians call eternal justice and indicate the real cause of the perpetual reappearance of crimes among civilized races namely atavism having established this principle lombroso proceeds to trace the atavism of criminality in children he shows that just as the human embryo passes through all forms of lower lives so men and women in their infancy exactly reproduce the moral type of savages ungovernable rage revengeful instincts jealousy envy lying stealing cruelty laziness vanity sexual proclivities imperfect family affections a general bluntness of the ethical sense are common qualities of children which the parent and the teacher strive to control or to eradicate by training the child considered as a human being devoid of moral sense presents a perfect picture of what doctors call moral insanity and i prefer to classify as inborn crime page ninety seven all species of anomalous sexual appetite with the exception of those dependent upon senile decadence make their appearance in childhood together with the other criminal tendencies page one hundred and seventeen 
lombroso arrives then at the conclusion that what civilized humanity calls crime and punishes is the law of nature in brutes persists as a normal condition among savages and displays itself in the habits and instincts of children the moral instinct is therefore slowly elaborated out of crime in the course of generations by whole races and in the course of infancy and adolescence in the individual the habitual criminal who remains a criminal in his maturity in whom crime is inborn and ineradicable who cannot develop a moral sense he explains at first by atavism a large section of his volume pages a hundred and twenty four through a hundred and thirty six a hundred and thirty seven through two hundred and fifty three is devoted to anthropometrical observations upon the physical structure the cranial and cerebral development and the physiognomy of such criminals into this part of his work we need not enter nor is it necessary to follow his interesting researches in the biology and psychology of born criminals chapters on tattooing ways of thinking and feeling passions tendencies to suicide religious sentiment intelligence and culture capacity of self-control liability to relapse and so forth many curious facts relating to sexual inversion are treated in the course of these inquiries and one passage describing the general characteristics of pederasts page three hundred and seventy six ought to be alluded to considering this subject solely as a phase of crime lombroso reveals a superficial conception of its perplexity it is more important to reflect upon his theory of crime in general having started with the hypothesis of atavism and adopted the term born criminal he later on identifies innate crime with moral insanity and illustrates both by the phenomena of epilepsy this introduces a certain confusion and incoherence into his speculative system for he frankly admits that he has only gradually and tardily been led to recognize the identity of what is called crime and what is called moral insanity criminal atavism might be defined as the sporadic reversion to savagery in certain individuals it has nothing logically to connect it with distortion or disease unless we assume that all our savage ancestors were malformed or diseased and that the greeks in whom one form of lombroso's criminal atavism became established were as a nation morally insane the appearance of structural defects in habitual criminals points less to atavistic reversion than to radical divergence from the normal type of humanity in like manner the invocation of heredity as a principle page one hundred and thirty five involves a similar confusion hereditary taint is a thing different not in degree but in kind from savage atavism prolonged from childhood into manhood be this as it may 
whether we regard offenders against law and ethic as born criminals or as morally insane or whether we transcend the distinction implied in these two terms lombroso maintains that there is no good in trying to deal with them by punishment they ought to be treated with lifelong sequestration in asylums page one hundred and thirty five and rigidly forbidden to perpetuate the species that is the conclusion to which the whole of his long argument is carried he contends that the prevalent juristic conception of crime rests upon ignorance of nature brute life savagery and the gradual emergence of morality so radical a revolution in ideas which gives new meaning to the words sin and conscience which removes moral responsibility and which substitutes the anthropologist and the physician for the judge and jury cannot be carried out even by its fervent apostle without some want of severe logic thus we find lombroso frequently drawing distinctions between habitual or born criminals and what he calls occasional criminals without explaining the phenomenon of occasional crime and saying how he thinks this ought to be regarded by society moreover he almost wholly ignores the possibility of correcting criminal tendencies by appeal to reason by establishing habits of self-restraint and by the employment of such means as hypnotic suggestion yet experience and the common practice of the world prove that these remedies are not wholly inefficacious and indeed the passage from childish savagery to moralized manhood on which he lays so great a stress is daily effected by the employment of such measures in combination with the fear of punishment and the desire to win esteem the final word upon lombroso's book is this having started with the natural history of crime as a prime constituent in nature and humanity which only becomes crime through the development of social morality and which survives atavistically in persons ill-adapted to their civilised environment he suddenly turns round and identifies the crime thus analysed with morbid nerve conditions malformations and moral insanity logically it is impossible to effect this coalition of two radically different conceptions if crime was not crime but nature in the earlier stages and only appeared as crime under the conditions of advancing culture its manifestation as a survival in certain individuals ought to be referred to nature and cannot be relegated to the category of physical or mental disease savages are savages but not lunatics or epileptics End of chapter 5, part 6 Recording by Martin Giessen in Hazelmere, Surrey